0: Welcome everybody. Welcome back to Southern Onion. We are your hosts. I'm Erica. And I'm Erin with Southern Charm. Y- okay. Sure. Yeah. You, you do. The charm. Yeah. You have the charm. I have the yeah. sarcasm. There you go. There you go. So that's why we work. Yep, perfect package that's why we're twins (laughs) that's right yes well thank you everybody so much for tuning in again thank you so much everybody for all the listens all the likes and follows if you haven't already give us a subscribe so you don't have to keep looking us up every week you'll just get notified on your iPhone or Android that we've got a new episode out we do uh, release our episodes every Monday usually around 6 6 a.m. Eastern time Uh, that way if you want to Listen to us on your drive in. You can to work or whatever you're doing. You could be walking. You could be sitting at home. You could be, I don't know, whatever everybody does. I don't know. (laughs) For me, it would be driving, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I hope everybody has had a great week. Summer is quickly approaching here in the South. And I... Should not have had my windows open last week, because I paid for it all this week. So, if my yeah. voice is a little off, I apologize. Uh, but it's slowly coming back. So,
1: alright Erin, how's your week been? It's been a good week. It's been a, I think it's been a draggy week. It's drug for me. Oh. But that's okay. That's alright. Okay. I've done alright. I'm redeeming myself for it. So good. Mm-hmm. Yes, but still no update on Maggie's... Oh. competition with Budweiser. We haven't heard anything yet, but they've not oh. made a decision.
0: Come on, Budweiser.
1: But I know that the picture also ha- is in the running for possibly going on a beer can <laughs> <laughs> because they were looking for, you know, to put your dog on a beer can. So her picture oh also gosh. was submitted for that. So, Aaron, yeah. What have you done? <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. It's okay. Right? <laughs> so if, if you if you drink beer and you see a dog in a sugar daddy bikini. It's yes.
0: Maggie. Yes, and if, and if you haven't seen it, go to our yep. Instagram page, Southern Onion Podcast. The pictures on there. Give us a follow yep. if you haven't already. We'll follow you back. Yep. But um, but yeah, it, you did a great job
1: on yeah, that bikini. Thank you.
0: Th- yeah, for a dog. Yeah, let me add that. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> And what, and what was
0: holding all that together, Erin? Hope and a pretty, prayer?
1: Yeah, yes. Hope and a prayer and some tape and string. If y'all saw the back, you'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all that mattered was what was going on in the front. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. not life. As it, long as it looks good in the front, absolutely. who cares about yeah, the back? Yeah. Don't
0: worry about it. Yeah, it's the magician. Pay attention to what's happening in front of you, not behind them.
1: Exactly. So, yeah. So we, but okay. we're hoping this won't ruin her career, you know, as you. <laughs> It proceeds. I don't think it will, but Well I, I yeah this might
0: take her out of any chance of being in a Hallmark movie though, let's yeah. be honest. <laughs>
1: and that's what we were shooting for. She, okay.
0: She's gonna yeah. be in a lifetime yeah. movie now. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, even Marilyn Monroe got famous and then she had calendar pictures, right? Oh that was a big thing, so that's true, yeah. She's my little she is the Marilyn Monroe of miniature schnauzers. She so.
0: Maggie is, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Aaron. so how has how your week been? <laughs> well, I don't even want to talk about my week now. Yeah. <laughs> no, my week has been fantastic. Um, again, if you are on Instagram, you know one of my dreams has come true. I actually got to virtually meet the one and only Canadian singer-songwriter Jan Arden. Oh my gosh, what a lovely human being. She <laughs> is so kind and down to earth and hilarious and just, I mean, and and like with anything, when you get real excited and the time comes, because, I mean, she had a lot of people to meet, so you didn't get a lot of time, which, I mean, i just thankful for the time I got, but she was so funny and so kind and just, you know, it was over in the blink of an eye, but I could not go to sleep that night. I was so excited from it, (laughs) so, but again, I really feel this is the beginning of my friendship with Jan Arden, so.
1: Oh, if anybody okay.
0: knows her, could get this to her. Thank you,
1: Jan, and let's be friends. So, cool. Yeah. And, Jan. Uh, you know, it's great you did a Paul McCartney song. Yes, she got chosen by Paul McCartney for the
0: whole country of Canada to sing uh, "Lavatory Lil. and Which she is did a great awesome job.
1: Song, yeah. Yes. Isn't it? It's a good. Y'all need to read. You need to look it up and listen to it. It's a yep. really good song.
0: Yeah, and and listen to Paul and Jan's version because I mean it was yep. it was fantastic. It's it's this yep. real kind of cool cool song, I guess, um, yeah, because it's about a, f- a female killer, yeah, it yeah. Had, which is so fitting for us, so, right, <laughs> but yeah, so no, that was, oh, that was, I'm still, I still can't help it, um, and there's, you know, like I said, a picture of that on there, me and my goofy smile, um, and then last night, I went to a bonfire and saw some friends and just cool. hung out, had a good time, and, you know, just thankful that. We're at a place right now where we can, you know, be around other people outside uh, for a little while and just kind of get back to some some type of normalcy, still being safe with work and all that good stuff, and I hope everybody
1: else is. We're still in it, unfortunately. Yeah. But but just wash your hands for the sake of the Lord. For the sake because, of the Lord. Yeah, let's just drop people, the hygiene,
0: please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: I just want to say, please don't drop the hygiene. Because <laughs> oh, so, yes. there's other stuff out there, and it's getting yep. people sick, you know. Oh, Virus, yes. Viruses did not take a vacation. You no, know, so. No. so wash your hands. Wash and Wash your and, hands. Yes. And don't call for sneezing in the air, please. So that's my public service announcement. There you
0: go. That still has to be the grossest yeah. thing I've had to get used to right now is sneezing in my mask.
1: I know, gross. I'm oh. like, chew. Oh. oh.
0: <laughs> but it's I just I haven't had that happen
1: yet. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, I hope you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible last week. So sorry for that, uh, that vision yeah. in your head now, everyone.
1: That's
0: all right. Struggles. Hashtag struggles. Hashtag struggles. I'm sure I see some people kind of laughing and shaking their head because it's happened to them as well. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, hope everybody, excuse me, had a great weekend and is going to have a great week. And, again, thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate all of you. Thanks for the support and the encouragement. We're just having so much fun. And um, so we've talked... And June is going to kind of be a little tricky month for us with uh, work schedules and travel schedules and stuff. So, we're actually going to wait. We're going to pause and launch the Patreon and the YouTube channel on July 1st now. Yes. So, we're just going to push it back a month because, you know, what, <laughs> I, try not to, I try not to stress myself out, which those who know me know I can do that really quick. Um <laughs> So yes, but but again, if you have ideas what you want to see on the YouTube channel, what you want to see on the Patreon, let us know. You can email us at Southern Onion the number two at gmail dot com. You can DM us on Instagram. Uh, you know, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Any show ideas, or you know, just want to say hi, we'll say hi right. back. We're we're really nice people. I promise. We are. Yes, um, we're friendly. Um, yes, we. And okay, so in the Continuance of getting to know us, right? I have another question for you, Erin. Okay. And again, you're not prepped for these. No, I don't tell you what I'm going to ask. Just like you don't tell me how you're going to describe yourself in the beginning. This is true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Thank you. What is uh, what is your favorite movie from childhood? And and I just and I I consider childhood sixteen and below. Oh, okay. Yeah, that will make favorite. it real, real difficult.
1: Okay, well, I gotta say, it was the Benji movies. <laughs> Do you all remember Benji? <laughs> Benji the Hunted
0: comes to mind. Yeah,
1: no, that would make me cry. And someone leaving
0: the living room with their cheer cheer bear, care bear on her yeah. face because she was crying.
1: <laughs> Guys, I have feelings. <laughs> Benji and I got had a lot kicked. Of, I, I had a lot of feelings over poor Benji the Hunted. Yeah, uh, but that yeah, one. I remember. The, I love Benji. Those those movies. Yep. There was more than that. one. there were other ones like Benji Come Home or something. And, oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, I love the bingy movies for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. They,
0: they were good. They were, you know, Yeah. I mean.
1: Maybe that's why I have small dogs now. I, well, I have one, but I always get kind of the smaller dogs. Yeah. So.
0: Well, that's why I have cats, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but my dog weighs less than your cat, so. This is
0: true. I do have a that's couple of cats that are uh, 20 pounds. Uh, good lord yep they're good eaters they're big kitties yeah. they
1: got big paws yeah. and
0: everything but
1: yeah okay yeah. so
0: the Bingey movies so, yeah okay. yeah so yeah
1: what was yours mine
0: mine would have to be i think we were 12 maybe mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. still watch it every time it comes on i've got all the dvds the anniversaries of it and stuff a league of their own with gina davis oh. and tom hanks and madonna yeah oh um, yeah oh that's that's my movie i love it um
1: there's no crying in baseball. Yeah, um, and we got to see it with our favorite cousin Amanda. We did, yes, yeah. She was the one that went with us yep. to the movie theater. Yep, yep. And we went to our grandmother's house and yep. we played baseball in her backyard. And sure did. Somebody broke the bat. I sure did because <laughs> I am
0: so powerful. And yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I hit that ball and whack. And the bat broke in two, and it was not. What is it when when the it happens in the Major League? But they do it on purpose. They drilled a hole in it or something, and that's oh, why yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, um, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. And I was not using performance-enhancement drugs either, so that's right. Yeah, yeah. I just want to put that out there. So, um also, we were kind of talking before we started recording. Um, mm-hmm. One of our favorite snacks. Yes. That, or treats, if you will, um, that we had when we were kids, and it was the uh, animal crackers.
1: Yes, yes. The like, box.
0: The box, yes. The the red box with the white string on yep. it. Right? Yeah. yeah, because not only was your snack, you know, handy to keep mm-hmm. around, it was fashionable. Yes, it still is, yeah. Yeah, because you could take <laughs> that little bag out and put other things in it, so it became a little, what, a little clutch, a tote, yeah. if you will, so, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff, so, you know, let us know, what was your all's favorite movies or snacks growing up as kids, we'd love to hear from you,
1: yes, definitely, it.
0: so, okay, so, there you go, getting to know us a little bit more, episode yeah. by episode, <laughs> that's right, <laughs> all right, a little at a time, a little at a time, okay, so let's get back to peeling the layers on this case. Yeah. Uh, we do want to start with this one that there is a content warning. Uh, there is quite a bit of talk of drug use and domestic violence on this one. So I know all of our episodes deal with the murder and the loss of life, but sometimes mm. with these topics in addition to the murder, uh, that can be a, a bit much for some uh, listeners. So we just wanted to let you know up front. Uh, Also, because it deals with domestic violence, we just want to give out the number again. If you're in a um, relationship and you're wanting to get out, it's a violent situation. There is a number to call uh, 1 800 799 7233, or that's SAFE. The last four numbers are SAFE, spell out SAFE, and they can help you with an exit plan uh, to get into a better, uh, safe situation. Um, yep. Because nobody, and I mean nobody, male or female, anything, deserves to be uh, where they're in fear for their life constantly, uh, yep. and does not to be deserved to be abused physically, emotionally, mentally, psychologically, anything. Um, right. We all. All right. So now we're gonna get back, get to peeling back the layers of this onion. Uh, this is the case of Brian Lawson, who is accused of killing his wife, uh, Chandra. Or Kendra Lawson, who goes by Beth. Um, this takes place in Hawkins County, Tennessee, which is an uh, hour and a half or so northeast of where Aaron and I grew up. Uh, Rogersville, uh, Tennessee, is the area he was in, and um, the you know the episode, which is from A and E, the network A and E, accused, guilty or innocent. He is, it's episode, or season one, episode one. And it starts out with him in a frantic 911 call saying, Oh my God, I shot her. I couldn't take it anymore, sir. I just couldn't take it anymore. And you're just thinking, what has he done and why? And this is a series that will follow from, uh, with his case, it was six months prior to trial, the start of trial and it takes you through the preparation of the defense which i found was interesting you know most right. documentaries focus on the prosecution this mm-hmm. is actually for the defense um so it was neat to see that and kind of some of the struggles that the defense goes through in just obtaining evidence to help yep. their case i thought uh was very interesting so um so so this is interesting or, let me say interesting one more time. Um, <laughs> but it was. Um, and and just the process that goes along with it. So there's a lot to it. Um, and I will be honest. I feel one way about the crime. And I feel another way about the punishment.
1: Right. So yeah.
0: others might. You might as well, Erin. I don't know. Yep. We're getting ready to find out. but So it starts out with talking to the defense lawyer, uh, Larry Boyd. And Boyd, doesn't he remind you of a lawyer, right? <laughs> he does. He really does. Yeah. yeah. So he, he says that they're going to claim self-defense because Brian was in an abusive relationship. And I looked it up. On average, more than one in three women and one in four men in the United States will experience rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner. And unfortunately, another statistic was one in every ten high school students, uh, you know, experience this as well. Um, So, and this is something, you know, close to me. Uh, I hope nobody else listening has been in an abusive relationship, but when you are, it's really hard to get out of. Um, that's why, you know, there is hope, you can get out of it, there is life on the other side, you can make it work, it is possible, because I'm proof of that. So, um, so, you know, just to give that bit of encouragement to those who need it. So, yeah, so we're six months to trial, and there was an interesting thing that happened 18 months before the shooting, where they had cameras installed. Yes, they did.
1: And the reason why, Brian said the reason why they had cameras installed in their apartment was because there was a girl that he had caught kind of breaking into other apartments. Mm -hmm. And so him and uh, Chandra decided, hey, let's get the camera, which, by the way, Chandra picked it out. Yeah, she Bought, said, Let's paid do for this. it and everything. Yeah, and so Brian put them in. Now Chandra and Brian have a little boy by the name of Brayden, and I would say Brayden, he, they he calls him the baby, but he actually can walk. Yeah. I want to say he's what two three years old. Something uh, around that. Yeah, now. I
0: would say two or three. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: so there's a child living in the apartment with Brian and and Chandra. So what you found fa- I found interesting was there's actual tape, videotape of this shooting yes
0: and, and it so, shows yeah. it
1: yeah it does and but there's no audio okay so you don't know what's being said and I will be honest you can't even read lips
0: no no I tried I tried I a long too.
1: time <laughs> I sat there for like five minutes going like yep. what what yeah <laughs> yeah you cannot read the lips on this we've tried yeah so it starts out do you want to go ahead and get into the tape let's just yeah yeah, okay. So it starts out where Brian is sitting in the living room in the recliner. They're obviously going somewhere. Yes. Yeah, okay. And so Brian comes into the bedroom and says to Chandra. Now, remember there's no audio tape, so we're going based on what he's saying to us. Yes. Honey, we're go- we're running late. Yeah. We got to get going. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And and she did you see her have a reaction? I didn't see her react. No, she
0: was so, like, there was just no emotion or any, yeah. she was, um, um a face, a phasic, I think that's the right word, but yeah, it was just like, shoom, like, oh, yeah. okay, you know. Not in a hurry. No, no not in a hurry. And, and I'm one of those people, if you're not five minutes early, you're late. And, right. But I know people who are habitually late, and I'm just like, <gasps> you know, it so gives me panic attacks. I don't it, know why my chest late, hurts. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thinking about it. But <laughs> me too. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, but so so he's yeah. just trying to be like, hey, you know, we got these plans. We need to head out. And she's just sitting on the foot of the bed with the baby, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind watching of TV, watching TV,
1: sleeping sleeping on the bed behind her. It's like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, the next time we see the videotape, we see them, t- okay, she is in his face. That's the next time we see it. Yes. So, he's in the living room sitting in the recliner, and she is up in his face.
0: You can tell she, she is yelling. She's shouting. mad. at something. Yes, very, very animated in her motions and actions. Right.
1: Brian says that she is saying to him, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to beat you with a ball bat. I'm going to splatter your brains. I'm going to kill the baby. Yeah. Um, The whole thing. And she starts smacking him in the face. I mean,
0: wailing on him. Yeah. It's hard to watch.
1: Right. And he's not, he is not defending himself. Like, he's not hitting her back. He's not jumping up. He's not. He just
0: has his arms up, kind of covering his head in a basic defense, you know, um, position.
1: And the look on his face is like, what is going on? Yeah, like he's you can scared. tell in his face. Yeah, yeah, he's his eyes are big, and he's just like, "What? What?" Yep. You know. Yep. So Chandra then picks up a ball bat. Oh, yeah. And starts threatening with a ball bat, and then she starts hitting the side of the recliner. Uh huh. Yeah. And then she starts hitting the ground. Right, and then you find
0: out the reason why, because she was obviously aiming for the left foot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you find out Brian was born with a clubbed foot. Uh, mm-hmm. his left foot was, um, was, had the deformity and that happens. I mean, it's just, yeah. but he had, he had a lot of surgeries. He's in yeah. braces. He's in casts trying to correct it. Uh, he said the doctors were kind of like when he was in high school was like, well, look, we've done all we can. The next thing's amputation or just mm-hmm. live with the pain. And he said, I just chose to live with the pain. Yeah. yeah. And, and it shows his foot and you can see, I mean, they've done great they, work. Yes, from they what have. it started yeah. as, but yeah. but yeah, so so you could tell. I mean, this lady, she is after him, and oh, she's yes. wanting to inflict harm, and she knows where his weak spot is.
1: Correct. Yes. I yes. mean, I
0: was fearful for him watching that,
1: and you know, again, he is not reacting. He's not jumping up. He's not engaging that. Right. He's basically just trying to be just. Stop. You know, he's being calm. And he even said, the reason why I didn't get in her face, the reason why I didn't react is because I knew it would escalate and it would get worse.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, he had that much thought of being Mm -hmm. like, don't react. Because if I was getting well done like that, I would think I would be like, here, you know, you want to fight, let's fight. You know, Um, but evidently, you know, this is something been going on for their 10 year relationship.
1: Right. Yes. On and off. So, So the next thing we see is Chandra goes into the back bedroom to get the baby. Yes, get Brayden. Okay, to get Brayden, and then she goes, I guess, to go get her pocketbook or her purse, because she has her purse on her arm, Mm -hmm. and she's getting Brayden, and she's putting a little zippy jacket on him. Now, while she's doing this, Brian has gotten up from the recliner and has gone behind the couch to retrieve a pistol. Yes. That he had hidden, and he put it in his hoodie pocket. Yes, yep. And he comes, and he sits back down in the recliner. Right. And then Chandra decides, well, I need to get up in his face again.
0: I know, because she was so calmly, and this is what was chilling to me. She's so calmly dressing Braden after she did all that with Brian. Mm -hmm. Swinging and yelling and all that. And then Mm -hmm. she's just calmly dressing the baby. And I was just like, wow, there's something going on here. You Correct, know, yeah. No, possibly yes. mentally drug-related because we're just watching the video right now. Yeah, like, all your, no sound, no.
1: no nothing. You're just seeing this video and real right. time.
0: Yeah, it's like, That's low. all you're seeing. Yes.
1: Yeah. So she gets up in his face again. And he's saying, you know, she's saying, all right, this is it. We're all going to die. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you all.
0: Right.
1: And she starts smacking him in the face again. Yep. Yep. And what does he do?
0: Yep. You see flash, flash. Yep. Coming he from his city. He, yeah. he he pulled the trigger. With the baby not it couldn't have been more than two feet, right. twenty four inches from from her. Yes. When he shoots. And yeah. she falls backwards. And mm-hmm. you know, the baby you can tell Braden's like covering his ears because I think it was a forty five that he shot mm-hmm. and those are loud, loud, loud guns. Wow. And so the baby's covering his ears, and he's kind of looking at her. And you could tell he's still trying to process in his head, what have I just done? So he right. grabs, grabs Braden up, puts the gun down, and then picks up the phone and calls 911 immediately. Right. So, I mean, there was no hesitation in him calling and saying, look, here, here's what I've done. I, she needs help.
1: Yeah. Right, right. And, and you she, see her struggling
0: yeah. on the floor. You see yeah, it. I mean... Yeah. Oh. It is,
1: yeah, so, yeah, it is graphic.
0: Yeah. Very, very, yeah. I mean, you don't see blood, but you see her. You can tell she's right. in distress trying to breathe sure. and stuff.
1: So, the question is, is this murder or self-defense? And that's what... the, Of course, the defense is saying is self-defense because we see that on tape. Yep. He's not instigating anything. He's sitting there. He's not reacting. Right. Or... The prosecution is saying, "Look, it's murder."
0: Yeah,
1: because yeah. and watching this, okay. If you had to argue it in a prosecution standpoint, when she went in the back bedroom to go get the baby, why didn't he go grab the phone and call nine one one and get the police down there? Right. But he does answer that question, yes, and he, he said does. the reason why is because if I have, was on the phone trying to get help, she would have killed herself.
0: Yes, yeah. and
1: that was the thing. He didn't want her to kill him herself. Right. No, yeah, he, he loved he, her, and of course, and he was trying to protect Brayden, the little, yep. the their child. Yep. Yeah. So he knew that if I call the cops and she's aware of that, it's really going to go down.
0: Yeah, and and for those who have never had to call nine one one, I've only had to call a couple of times, and it was for work related things. But mm-hmm. you don't. It's not like in the TV shows where it's half a ring and they answer.
1: Oh yeah, no. You might have
0: to wait a couple of minutes. You might get somebody and they're like, Okay, what's your name? And they're type you know, and they do a great job. I cannot do that. I cannot oh, work yeah. in a nine one one call center, so hats off to y'all that do. Um, I respect you. Um, but it's not it's not where it's half a ring and boom, okay, I'm sending all these people out. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and hang up the phone and it's done in twenty seconds. That that's oh, not right, no. this is minutes that you're gonna be on the phone which right. Like you just said, she's already threatening yeah. to kill everybody. That would have given it up. I mean, yeah, you know, that
1: could have, that would have, it would have gone down. Yes, at that as they say, it's going down. Yeah, right. yeah, uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So, so, and that's probably what would have happened. So that's why he said I did not reach for the phone. I got mm-hmm. the gun to protect myself and my child.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and had she and I and I honestly feel, if after she had dressed Brayden and she might have turned around and said a couple other smart smart ass words to him,
1: sure. then.
0: Sure. That would have been it. I don't think he was. That was not his intention. I really don't think it was like, well, I'll just show you. This is it. I think he really was doing it to defend himself or to protect right. himself and his child.
1: Right. And I think too, this brought to light, like you had said earlier, that he was in a violent marriage. Yes. An abusive, a physically and mentally abusive too marriage. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and he even said. There's no where for a guy to go.
0: No. There's exactly. no class. There's, There's no not.
1: support group. Because society has taught us, yeah. when you hear, if somebody said they're in a, in a domestic violent relationship, you think, oh, a man beating a woman. Exactly. I'm sorry, but that's what people think. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody, nobody thinks of, Right. Nobody thinks about the reverse. That Correct. it could be a woman abusing a man. Yeah. And it's that stigma of being a man. And you're getting abused by a woman. Yep. You're not a man. You just need to straighten her out. Right. Blah blah blah. Uh huh. And yeah. that is that is society right there. Right. That, that is what's been been yep. put in our brains. Yep. Right.
0: That narrative has to change. It just has yes. to. Abuse is abuse. Period. It doesn't matter if it's That's male, right. female, 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 male, male. It doesn't right. matter. It, and and it shouldn't. The the help and opportunities should be there. You've got to erase the stigma that men have to be these stoic, non crier, non feeler people. Right. That's not who they Right. That's not how men
1: are. You know. And it, and it's the same thing with sexual harassment too. Yes. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. It's not just men sexually harassing women. It's women right. it's the reverse and men can sexually harass men, women can sexually harass women. I mean again yes. we've got to realize we're in twenty twenty one this mm-hmm. happens in every situation. It's not just one-way street. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I would love to see more help for men in that, yeah. more help for women, more help for marginalized people. Um, yes. You know, for the for the LGBTQA plus community, for uh, people mm-hmm. of color, for indigenous. I mean, right. we've got a lot to do to help everybody, you know. Yeah, I'm, we do. Yeah. But but yeah, and that and that was the thing. And he even talked about she wasn't always like that. It started with an injury, as we mm-hmm. hear so often, mm-hmm. and that I see a lot. You know, you get a you get an injury, and because of pharmacy pharmaceutical companies, they can do great things and they can do terrible things. And this is one of the terrible things where, oh, here you've got a hurt back. Here, have some oxy. Mm-hmm. And it's so addictive, so addictive. And and not that long ago, large prescriptions were written, and that's what happened. People got addicted. People, you know, your neighbor down the street who wouldn't have touched a drug otherwise because their doctor wrote them Oxy and cut them off, they, they still needed that fix. They were hooked, and that's where a lot of people go from Oxy, from prescription medication, to heroin. Right. I mean, it's from that. It's from a legal, legally written prescription. And, you know, and then now you're doing illegal drugs just to get that fixed um, right. because it's so addictive. And that's what happened to her. You know, yeah. she was like, he she was not like this. It was because of this. And, you know, he loved her so much he didn't want to leave her because he didn't want her to feel abandoned. You know, but at the same time, I'm like, you've got to think of yourself as well. Right. You cannot... If somebody does not want help or change, you can't go you're not going to convince them unless they really want the help. Right, yeah. Yeah. And I think he was hoping there was a chance for him to be like, you know, look, love is going to save us here. Love is going to save you. Mm-hmm. Um and I well, think and that's I, what kept him in it in, in some right. form, you know. Right. And when
1: she found out that she was pregnant with Brayden, um, and Brian yeah. himself even said that he had struggled with drugs, that he had gotten oh, yeah. into drugs, yep. um, you know, shooting it up, crushing it up, shooting it the whole nine yards. Yeah. But when he found out that they were going to have a baby, he he quit. He's, yeah. he, he got help. He got went to rehab. He got off yeah. of it. And he really hoped that Chandra would too, but she just never could give up the needle, he said. She just yeah. couldn't let it go. Yeah. And for and him, then, yeah,
0: and I you, think he said he prayed to God. He was like, if you'll take this... If you'll take this desire for this, this these drugs out of me, I promise never put to, put a needle back in me. And he said, right. and boom! Right then, it was gone. Which, yeah. you know, we all find our own reasons and motivations that what finally makes it click to quit. Right, you right. know, because it is it's a it's a I've seen it happen. You know, it's a long long hole people go down, and it's sad. Right, um, but it is possible to come back. Yeah. You know, it is definitely. It is possible. But, uh, but yeah. So now you've got all this evidence out here. It shows the, the, what, three minutes of the arguing and then the shooting. Correct. And then four months before the trial, it shows them going back into court because the defense is like, hey, prosecution, we mm-hmm. need all of that from that morning. We need all of the video from that morning. Because we can show where Kendra did drugs that morning or, mm-hmm. you know, what what makes her, that she is a habitual drug user and she's also been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Correct. Which is a very dangerous situation. And uh, with
1: the, the doctor that she saw for her bipolar disorder had in the notes saying that when she was manic, yeah. she would abuse her husband.
0: Yeah. You're right, so, and, and, and they needed it, the The defense needed to show that, mm-hmm. and what blew my mind was the prosecution said in there, and you could watch it, the prosecution goes, well we don't feel that showing that is really relevant to him shooting her, yeah. and I was like mm-hmm. how is it not, you've got <laughs> these medical documents, you've got to show that she's done it, a jury needs to know, she unfortunately is a habitual drug user. Right. And which led to her aggressive, very aggressive and violent behavior that morning toward right. Brian yes. and made him feel that way. But I, I found that, and I'm sure that goes on more than we realize, but I found that a bit disturbing
1: to see well, that. Well, I think the prosecution was like, I'm not going to help your case. Yeah, right, right. yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I got from the guy when he was yeah. like, we don't have to disclose anything. And it's, like, it's uh, like, yes, you do. You really do. And I'm glad the judge said, look, yeah, you need to release all the videotape to them yep. by February because I don't want you to come in court and say we don't have anything. Yeah, we didn't get get anything. Yep. and so they, the prosecution, they had to do it. Yeah, and they waited till February to. They do sure it. did. Yeah, they That's, waited. They dra- And why did they do that, Erica? Why do you think? Because it showed it, showed. it what the defense yeah. wanted. Yeah, it, it, it was going to support
0: showed. the self defense case. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, I, that just irritated me. I was like, we yeah. all, no matter, and we've talked about how we're like, these people are guilty and these maybe not so much. Everybody deserves a right trial. Everybody deserves a fair trial. Yeah. Period. And if that means we show the darker side of victims,
1: yeah. that's we what have, we got
0: to do. I mean,
1: you got to, if you're going to tell the story, you got to tell it all.
0: Tell the whole story, right? Not just yes. your one side. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So. We do see the tape that is re- the the part of that footage that is released. It does yes. show Chandra shooting up. Yes, it, and we didn't. They don't actually show the shooting up part, no. but it it no. does say that she is shooting up. So we know that there's that history of of drug use. Yes. Yeah. With her. And
0: that's so. And that's
1: that's sad. so sad.
0: That, yeah. You know. That, yeah.
1: So, let's get back to the day of the shooting. So yes. Brian, the the. Number one comes, he ends up in the police station.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: And Ugh. he he gets some news that is just absolutely just sad.
0: I I was shocked when this happened. I was like, Are you kidding? You know what's the saying when it rains it pours?
1: Right. This was yeah. it for him. Totally. This was his poor moment, yeah. 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 So, a guy walks in, or uh, I believe it was a, TB, a TBI investigator. and yes. in, yeah. yeah. And said, I need to tell you something. And okay. He says, Well, the father of Brayden of is here. He's claiming to be the father hey, of Brayden. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, No, I'm the dad. And right. he says, Well, this guy is claiming that. Yeah. So, the attorney for um, Brian said, Well, we need to do a DNA test. Right. And so they do a DNA test, and so he finds out he is not the biological father of Brayden.
0: Yeah, and this is five hours after he had shot her and mm-hmm. felt, okay, I'm protecting my child. Correct. Five hours. He's sitting in a police station, and then this gets laid on him. So right. my question is, <laughs> right? so the guy who came forward mm-hmm. and was like, oh, hey, this is my kid, by the way. Was he just never gonna say anything? Had the shooting never happened? Was he just gonna let Brian right. think that was his child forever and ever, but now that right. this happened, he wants to all of a sudden
1: show up and be like, Oh wait, this is my kid. Are right. you serious? Which Braden's is was staying is staying with Brian's mother and Chandra's mother and the, yes. and he's being brought back and forth. Right. So the, the father of this child obviously did not want parental rights. Exactly. Right, where did, where did it come child, from? Yeah, the child's with both grandparents. Right, and how? And so obviously
0: he yeah. knew, because yeah. he knew to come forward with it. But where? What? I was just like, okay, right. I got questions for you, buddy. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like
1: yeah. so, that, and and that's just like heartbreaking. Oh yeah. And... You know, but Chandra has a son from another relationship. Yes. And his name is Liam, and he's up older, like 17, 18, something like that. Yes, and
0: very he, wise kid. Very, yeah, very, very Very put he, together. He, yeah, intelligent, I would say. Yes. Yeah.
1: And so he visits Brian right before the trial uh, yeah. or, you know, but before court and all this. And they're talking, and they have a close relationship. But Liam does tell Brian, you know, even though we're close and I love you, I still think you should atone for what you've done. Sure. Yeah. There has to be some type of punishment. Yes. And, I, and that's and that's how Liam felt. And I understand yeah, that. I get that. But I, I understand where he's coming from on that. For me, though, I'm like, well, this man has been severely abused. Right. He's, he's and, paid
0: for it ahead right, of time. Yeah.
1: I, this, I don't think this was a, you know... I got upset, and we were in an argument, and one thing led to another. This had been there was a pattern of that abuse, and so I think that I understand where he's coming from. That's his mother, and there needs to be some type of punishment. But at the right. same time, it was knowing that he has been so abused. Yeah, I felt like he really had he had paid his price. Yeah, because it. You know, for me,
0: it was self-defense after Correct. hearing all of that, after hearing Brian's side, seeing the video, which even if it's, you can't read lips, you see the actions, the actions do really speak louder than words. Yeah. It was self-defense and right. I, yeah. you saw the abuse right there. You saw mm-hmm. the drug abuse that she had. You saw the physical abuse that he endured. I yeah. mean, what, what and, was that movie with Jennifer Lopez and Billy Campbell, Enough? Yeah, that's what it is. And it's I mean, called Enough, yes. You, you get it. You get yeah. why she fought back and did all that. You're like, well, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and for, I, don't, I wish she hadn't died. But right. I, I, I do right. believe he was defending himself.
1: And it bothers me that even the psychiatrist said, you know, when she's in her manic state, she abuses yeah. her husband. And I'm like, okay, but when, if you knew that, then why was there no help for him?
0: Right. Exactly. Why didn't he they suffered. reach
1: out? Yeah. He suffered in silence in this.
0: Yes, for
1: years. And for yeah, for many years. So, I mean, I understand where Liam is coming from. I do. And yes. and my heart goes out to him because he did lose his mother. Yes. At the end of the day, his mother's gone. And Brian knows that too, and he goes, "I hate what happened. I'm sorry for what happened." Yeah. So, Brian gets it. He's he he's aware of it.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: So, once the tape the piece of that tape comes out, of Chandra, you know, shooting up, the prosecution, all of a sudden, they want to strike a deal.
0: Exactly.
1: Oh, wait, now that you have
0: everything, oh, let's do a plea deal. Yeah, let's do that, you know, because they know they've got no case against him. Right,
1: right. And... Now, Brian has to make that choice. Does he take a plea deal, which it was like, what was it, three years, and then... Fifteen years, but you only have to serve, um, oh, shoot, sorry. Like 10 Uh, or 20% of it or something. So, he'd be in there for three years and be up for parole. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you'll get parole. You could very well serve the whole 15 years. The whole 15, right, yeah. Um, Or he could take this to trial, and he could try to get an acquittal.
0: Right, and this was two weeks before trial. Correct. So, he's been under all this stress... Two weeks before it finally starts, and you get an offer like this, yeah.
1: Right. So now he has to decide which does he want to do. Now, of course, attorneys can advise you, but ultimately it's your choice, and he knows that. So Brian really wrestles with that. Yeah, because
0: his attorneys say, no, we need to go to trial. We feel you have an excellent chance of getting off. Now, if it goes to trial and he gets found guilty, that's murder one.
1: Right? Correct. And reckless endangerment, right. which would be 60 years. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, he would pretty much be in jail pretty much the rest of his life. Or Correct. take this plea deal, and the most you would serve would be 15 years, Talks. Correct. Yes. But probably three.
1: Yeah. So, he ends up, it shows him a court. Yep. He ends up taking the plea deal down. <sighs> yep. And he said it was because, and this really got me, he said he did this because of Brayden, the little boy. Because the family, Chandra's family, did not want all of the stuff about her to be out in the public. Right. And Brian felt that if he went to trial, that her family could very well stop his mother yeah from being able to see Brayden because he feels like okay I'm atoning for this. Yep. So when I get out then I'm going to be with Brayden again. Right. We
0: and I and I really hope that's what happens. I do too. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Mm-hmm. I mean I've been around enough situations that that things happen and communication falls apart and he's going to sure. come out of jail thinking hey I served my time and Braden's not gonna be anywhere around, unfortunately. Right. Uh and, and and I've I've heard of it in other cases where the people wait, I mean, even as close to a month that the person getting out of prison and they move, like out of the state. Sure. Don't sure. tell anybody there's like we're gone. <laughs> and and that's what breaks my heart because I get why he did it. <laughs> I don't agree with it. I think he right. should have gone to trial because, I'm sorry, I, I understand the family does not want their loved one be shown mm-hmm. in a in a very uh, unflattering light, but mm-hmm. it was the truth. Yeah. And the truth is not always pretty, as I'm sure we all know, um, because that's his life. So he's saying, okay, I'll give up three years of my life mm-hmm. to save face for her family. I mean and, that that's big. I don't know that I would have done that. Right. I, I probably well, wouldn't have.
1: And you know, again, if he goes up for parole and he gets denied, he will be doing the whole fifteen. I know. I mean he. So you such know, it's the chance. Yeah, it's the hope of three. But it may very well come back at fifteen. Depends on what the parole board yeah. decides.
0: Yeah. And so yeah, because his sentence started January thirty first of nineteen. He's so, still there. Yeah. So his three years. What tw- well, will be January thirty first tw- of twenty two. I mean yeah, it's next not year. yeah, so I mean he's got he's probably thinking, Hey, I've only got eight months left. Mm-hmm. Or seven and months. Not, yeah. It may not be. And it may not be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we're gonna definitely you know follow up on this. We'll, yeah. we'll watch it yeah. and see.
1: And you know, I just I this case I wanted to do I kinda skipped ahead of everybody and said, Let's do this case now. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. But because the reason why is because this is something I have wanted to stress so much with people is that about domestic violence and uh-huh. and mental abuse is that speak up and say something and yes
0: and here's the out. thing
1: is that so if you if you see something say something yep. um let them know they're not alone I think Brian really did feel alone in this sure. um you know like I said the psychiatrist knew about it um other family members knew yep. but we all need to surround each other support each other yep and that's why this case I was like let's talk about this case because yeah absolutely no, it's I mean, more, it's not a husband just shooting and killing his wife. There's so much more to this.
0: Right. And, and it's a man being abused, not right. a woman. So you're in a, a minority with that. And But, yeah, absolutely. Say something. Reach yeah. out. He, people are very resilient. And people, I think, innately want to be helpful. So <laughs> if you reach out to somebody, even if you think this person's not going to care, I don't mm-hmm. want to burden somebody with this, do it. Because yeah. I would rather somebody come to me and say, oh, gosh, Erica, this is happening. I'm not sure what to do. I will move mountains to figure out how to get you out of there and get the help you need. It might not be directly from me, but right. I know but I know enough people and network people that I'm like, we'll get this done. You just stay right here. I'll be right back.
1: And sure. we'll get it done. Yep.
0: And, and I think people and help people, golly. If it, you know, if you've never mm-hmm. been in a situation where you've feared for your life, God bless you, because mm-hmm. you've been very lucky. Um right. Help people. Golly. That's just, yeah. it's, it really yeah. is as simple as that. You don't have to put yourself in danger, right. but no. you can still help people. Right.
1: So, yes, I agree. So, we'll keep up with Brian Lawson. Yeah. Uh, and, and see what happens. And yeah. definitely check it out if you haven't seen it, you know. Yeah, watch the A&E. that tape. It, it's uh, yeah, the A and E accused.
0: Yeah, it's like forty-five it, yeah. minutes. I think
1: it's not a yeah. long watch. No, it's it's a pretty easy watch. You okay. know. Yep. So yeah. So that is it for Brian Lawson so, and phew. Chandra and yeah. What that an is it. Yep.
0: All right. So up next, we have mm-hmm. from our listener Nash. What up? Hey uh, Nash, <laughs> for the uh, Teresa Habbach, um case. And again, that's the one that was really brought into national light by Making a Murderer series on Netflix. Uh, but we'll just be talking about the case, not the documentary. And mm-hmm. after that, we have uh, Angie Houseman. Yes, yes that's Mrs. it. Houseman. Mm-hmm. This is a case from 1993 from yeah. uh, yes. St. Louis, Missouri. Or if you're like yes. me and keep hearing the radio commercials, not well, Missouri, but you can call me Mo.
1: Um, uh, no. so, I haven't heard that
0: one. <laughs> yeah, so hats off to whoever did that radio ad because it's in my head now. Um, but <laughs> but this is one from 1993. It's also another interesting head scratcher. Yes. So um, so those are our next two up up on the docket. Uh, if you will, oh boy. insert law and order. Dun, dun. <laughs> um, exactly. Sound there. So, um, but yeah, this one, like I said, I you know it kind of tore me because I was like, I understood why he did it. And then I got really mad about him taking the plea deal. And I was like, no, you yeah. should not have done it. But I get it yeah. too. I try to be empathetic and see things from both sides. And, you sure. know, what would I do? I don't know. I hope to God I'm never in that situation. Right but, um, to even have to consider it, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, so good case.
1: Yeah, that was a, a really interesting one. All uh, right, excellent.
0: All right, well, I guess that will just finish us up for this episode. And again, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. We love you. Uh, hit the subscribe button. That way you can be notified of when we uh, have a new episode out. You don't have to go looking for us. Uh, Jan Arden, I hope you have a great week, too. <laughs> yes. Enjoy
1: <laughs> singing Paul McCartney songs.
0: Exactly, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: All right, everybody.
0: We'll have a great week. Take care. Stay safe. Keep peeling back those layers of true crime. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, Erin. Bye, Erkin. (laughs) Bye, everybody.
1: Bye.